You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hey, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro, the host of the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and we are back for an episode. This week, I am I am going to talk about my journey to reaching 100,000 followers on Instagram. And I wasn't actually, this wasn't even the podcast episode that I was planning to do. But over the weekend, I did a post on Saturday morning where I talked about my journey to 100K. And actually, this was really encouraged by my content creator, John Craig, who does all of our video content for Chic Influencer. And he and I were together one day and we were working on just our content strategy. And he's like, Melanie, I really think you need to share the journey of 100K. And he's like, I just, I have this idea. Let's, let's do it, you know, vlog style. And so he's asking me these questions and I start walking him through the process of my journey to 100K. And I wasn't going to use this piece of content because I didn't really feel like it was helpful. And then all of a sudden I decided that I was going to share it because I thought, you know what? I want people to know that the journey to hundred K wasn't easy. And I think a lot of times that people just think it happens. It just happens that it's effortless, that it's not hard, that I'm maybe lucky or I got in early or whatever it might be. And sometimes I also look at my journey to 100K and I'm like, it took me 12 years. And I know a lot of people that have had their Instagram account for a heck of a lot less time than I did and are way further than I am. But here's the thing. My story today comes from the perspective of network marketing, direct sales, social selling. It doesn't come from the, from the perspective that I am a brand ambassador, that I'm trying to get affiliate deals, that I'm being paid for you know my promotions of specific products. My perspective comes from somebody who is using their Instagram and their Facebook to grow my direct sales business and also now grow my consulting company. And I want to share that with you because I've gone through a lot of different phases of brand identity and realigning myself to the mission, even just, you know, rebranding and niching down and being really specific to who I serve. And it's been a journey. And I know that many of you can relate to this and you've gone through it as well. I've had a ton of inbox messages asking me about my journey to 100K. And so today I'm going to break it down into some very specific steps, seven unique sort of characteristics of getting to 100K. And I hope that this can help you with your brand wherever you may be. And the goal may never be to get to 100K, which it wasn't for me. It just happened naturally. And it was a fun milestone that I could celebrate along the way. But at the end, if you are wanting to use your Instagram and Facebook to generate leads to close sales, to build brand awareness, to create an online portfolio, 
that is like your modern day resume, then this is going to be a podcast episode that you are really going to want to tune into. And it doesn't matter if you're starting day one of building your brand identity or you are years down the road and ready to rebrand. This will be really powerful and impactful for you. But before I dive into it, can I just give you a little plug really quickly? So I have a course. It's called the Direct Sales Done Right Academy. It is a foundational course that is literally revolutionizing the network marketing space. People are going through this course, which I knew it would, but people are going through my course that are in social selling, network marketing, direct sales implementing our frameworks that are inside of the course. It's broken down into five modules that focuses on your vision and your goals, your organizational basics, your time management, your social media marketing strategy, your content creation, your healthy pipeline, inviting, building your customer base, growing an online community, customer service, customer retention, and recruiting to the business opportunity. These five modules you have lifetime access to. There is a learning management guide. There is a workbook that goes along with each module and lesson. There are live Q&A sessions and access to our members-only community for 30 days where we do daily accountability. If you have ever said, man, I'd really like to have Melanie as my mentor. I'd really like to learn how she has built such a successful direct sales business. I would like you to know that this is the place where you need to hang out. People are getting results. Their income is exponential growing. We have had customers that have come in and said, oh my gosh, in the last 30 days, I made more money than I made in all of January, February, and March of 2023. So if you right now are just needing to increase your success and your sales, this is where I would like to encourage you to check it out. You can visit the link in the show notes and you can also use the code AUGDSDR two zero, and you can get a discount code just for listening to this podcast. All right. Enrollment closes on Friday, the 11th of August. So hurry up, snag your spot, get in. It is the best investment you will make in your future success. Okay. Let's go back to the episode. Let's talk about hundred K. So number one, when I think about getting to hundred K, here is the number one thing. The number one thing is you can't be a toe dipper in your business. This is toe dipper is a term that Katie always says, and she wrote about it in the direct sales done right book is, you know, when you are a toe dipper, meaning you're kind of sort of toe dipping yourself into a niche in your business, like, oh, I want to talk to stay at home moms. And so you kind of have one foot in creating content about stay-at-home mom life. You have one foot in about, but then you also are like, I want to talk about other things. I want to talk about my faith. I want to talk about family. I want to talk about my fitness. I want to talk about the fun things I do. And so when you're kind of toe dipping and you don't want to go all in with a niche, you want to keep your content really broad because you like to talk about a lot of things you are literally splitting your audience into four parts, however many different topics you like to talk about. And what I've learned over the years is the more specific that I get with my audience and the person that I'm talking to, the actually the faster that my business grows. I'll tell you why I believe this to be true. When I first started my business, I always, I talked about clean eating, uh, stay-at-home mom life and building this online health and wellness business, you know, my results, my fitness, my transformation. And I tried to speak to everybody. I tried to speak to the young woman who didn't have kids yet, the mom that had new babies, the 
mom that had teenagers and the grandma that had grandbabies. And what I found was I was holding up a megaphone on Facebook and Instagram, and I wasn't really reaching anybody. It wasn't until I narrowed down and I began to say, I love helping moms that are navigating the crazy boy mom life that want to get in shape and they want to do it through portion control and clean eating. They care about the quality of the food that they're putting in their body. I wasn't speaking to moms that had multiples. I wasn't speaking to moms who had a boy and a girl. I was speaking to boy moms. And then I wasn't speaking to keto or weight watchers. I was speaking to portion control and, and clean eating. And so I was super duper specific about the ideal target client. And so I niched that down. And when I niched down and got really clear on, I love nutrition and led with that, my business started to grow. And as my business grew and I built my brand, I also evolved as a human. And I evolved into this person that loved nutrition, but holy heck, I was no longer a stay-at-home mom. I was full-on building a big business with lots of leaders and leading a team. And I had hired a sitter and I was really not a stay-at-home mom anymore. And so I rebranded and really began to shift to this working mom mentality. And every time I went through a shift in my own personal identity, so did my platform. And that identity wasn't a shift every six months. It was years, four or five years. I made that shift from being the mom of boys that's, that built this hot mess mom business, you know, in the pockets of mom life to being the CEO of my business and a work at home mom and the top in the organization. And when I made that shift to always speaking about business, I lost a little bit of following along the way because some people just really were there for the fitness. But what really lit me up and what brought me passion and joy was teaching other people how to build a health and wellness business, not just necessarily getting results with the products. Then about five years ago, I launched the company Chic Influencer with my business partner, Katie. And do you know what we did? We toe dipped. We had one foot in with our body businesses and we had one foot in with Chic Influencer. We first started out by saying, okay, on certain days of the week, we will talk about our body businesses and certain days of the week, we will talk about Chic Influencer. Well, guess what happened? During that time, we confused all of our audiences all right. Some of them obviously transferred and really loved what we were doing and be they were just our natural hype squad and came over to Chic Influencer, became some of our initial community members and product purchasers. But if we wanted to grow and scale it, it was going to require us to stop toe dipping. Because here's what was happening. Once we burned through that initial warm market of people that really loved us and were a hype squad, I noticed my following started to diminish. People were unfollowing me. They didn't like that I was splitting my audience, that sometimes I was talking about chic influencer and sometimes I was talking about body. And so about two years ago, I made the decision that if I really wanted to grow and scale Chic Influencer, I was going to need to make a pivot. I was going to have to stop toe dipping and I was going to have to jump full in. 
And I made the decision two years ago that more than anything in my, in my life, I absolutely love empowering leaders, teaching them frameworks and systems to duplicate their downline. And I love teaching people how to recruit working members to their team. Love it. Like absolutely hands down favorite thing to talk about. And so I decided that that's what I wanted to be known for. And I stopped toe dipping and I jumped full in and I started creating content that was specific to the woman in network marketing, regardless of the industry that wanted to build a working team of team members and wanted to lead an organization. And over the past two years, my following again dipped before it rose. And guess what? It has been steadily climbing over the past two years and I just reached the 100K mark. But here's what's the most beautiful thing about it is I have customers. I have clients. I'm filling up masterminds. I have I am filling up spaces in my course. Women across the world are finding me and I am doing what I am so passionate about and that is leading and mentoring women in direct sales. And so I'm leading with that. I niched down. And so if you're listening to this right now, even if your business is is network marketing, you are in, you know, body, Saint, Mary Kay, whatever direct sales business you're a part of, if you aren't niched down and saying, what do I want to be known for, whether it's product or opportunity, you are going to literally be throwing spaghetti at the wall. You're going to be trying to figure out what sticks and you're going to have a hard time figuring that out. Number two. I had to commit to the process. One of the things, whether it's in my leadership mastermind, private coaching, or Katie's Chic Branding experience, no matter what service, when we niche down, and even when I niche down, remember when I said I first decided to go all Chic Influencer and take a step back with talking about health and wellness, I had followers who disengaged. They unfollowed. A lot of times you will actually notice your following goes down before it goes up. The key during this time is to not waver in your decision. Don't second guess. Don't panic. Don't freak out. Don't think I'm telling you wrong. I promise you, you have to be steadfast. Consistency over time with your messaging. That is very important. And so once you start consistently talking to the person you want to talk to, and you're identifying what their problems are, you are identifying what your ideal client desires, you are thinking about the solutions you have to offer to your ideal client, what begins to happen is you start to connect, you start to have conversations, and you begin to close sales with those people. So no longer are the people who are liking and commenting on your content just random Joe Schmoes, but they're actually your ideal client. So I want you to be thinking about that right now. I have to speak to my client long enough even to the masses on social media to get them to say, oh, she means business. She is serious. She's not going anywhere. You have to build that trust and that authority in the in the place and in the space. And that doesn't happen when you snap your fingers. It happens because you show up. Your message is consistent. People see you're doing the work. They're inspired about how you do it and they want to work with you. Number four, we have to add value. When we think about our content that shows up on our Facebook and Instagram platforms, I remember even back in 2011, I remember saying, why is nobody engaging in my content? 
why when I started was everybody telling me congratulations and that they were proud for proud of me and they were excited to see my journey and to watch me. But why did all of a sudden people stop liking and commenting? Well, because I wasn't really giving them a reason to. It was the Melanie show. And when it's the Melanie show, people are excited for you at first, but they lose interest because you're not really adding any value to their life. What adds value to people's lives? It's when you give them advice. So for example, when I show up and create my content, I am thinking about I need to show up and and serve people something valuable and not just everybody, but my ideal client. So if my ideal client is in network marketing and they're building a team and they want to attract working team members, what are their problems? Their problems maybe are, you know, um, everybody I sign up quits or, you know, maybe it is like, where do I find my ideal client? Maybe another problem is I don't have a clear onboarding system. Maybe another problem is I failed in the past. Why would this be different? Or maybe another problem is I don't, I don't feel like I'm a leader. I don't know how to lead other people. And so I take all of those problems that I know my ideal client has, and I write a post about it. Four ways to develop leadership before you're leading a team. Now four, and I'm not saying four ways I developed leadership skills before I was leading a team. It's four ways you can develop leadership qualities in a way that builds your team. And so then I'm adding value. Here's the podcast that you can listen to. Here's a book that will help it. Um, taking messy action, right? And so I'm giving these pieces of advice. And so if the emerging aspiring leader is reading that post, they're connecting with it. They're commenting on it. They're saving it to come back later and and check me out. And they're also tomorrow when I post, they're going to come back to see what I posted because yesterday I served them something really well. And maybe tomorrow I'm going to do something that's engagement related, but it's not going to be random engagement. I'm not just going to pick some trending reel that made me laugh. I am going to think about what's going to resonate with my emerging leader avatar. And I'm going to think about how someday I'm going to find a really funny meme or a reel that I can share that really talks about the journey to um, building a working team. And it's going to be something about like the hamster wheel or something funny. Or I always like that dodgeball, you know, scene where, you know, they're throwing the dodgeballs at the, you know, at the guys and they're getting hit in the stomach over and over again. And maybe I have like things that pop on the screen about like what it's like to really build a team, you know, or all the excuses that you hear. That's engagement. That's awareness. That's just getting people to connect with me that also are building a team that have similar problems because I want them to know they're not alone. And then the caption's actually going to give them a piece of advice about how to handle the excuses that people get whenever you're mentoring them. And then I also need to make sure I have sales content. I need to have sales content. I have to come out and say, I have a leadership mastermind you can sign up for. I have a private coaching program that you can sign up for. I have a rockstar recruitment course. So I have to come out and say, all right, I'm serving you content. I'm engaging with you. I'm adding value. But did you know that you can work with me? Did you know that we can work together? And so then I'm giving them the actual call to action. Drop a comment, right? You know, send me a DM. And I'm actually telling them how we can work together. It is important 
that as a marketer using Instagram and Facebook, that you are using brand awareness, engagement content, and sales content over and over and over again. You're asking yourself, what does my ideal audience need to hear, say, or do in order to see success? So take a look at your own social media and ask yourself, is my brand more of a personal brand where I'm just talking about me, myself, and I, or am I really speaking to you, my ideal client, and what you need to hear so that I can build the trust and authority to get you to enroll in my program? All right. I find that I've just killed like number four and number five altogether. So shareable content is another strategy. So when I say I'm when I'm making a reel or I'm writing a meme, I don't sit there and go, I, I don't sit there and do a real thinking about myself. I think about what would make a reader click share. Because I want my content to get shared to people's stories, to people's posts, into Facebook groups, into message pods. Why? Because that expands my reach in my audience. When I sit down and my goal is brand awareness, I am wanting people to share. And so I am thinking about if I start something with I, then I'm very much less likely to actually share it than when I start it with you. Five ways you can increase your confidence. Five ways to increase confidence now, right? Five mistakes you're making at growing your social media. Five mistakes you're making when it comes to inviting. Now, that is something that people can read. I'm giving advice and they can share it with their people. That is brand awareness. So you want to be thinking about what is actual shareable content. The sixth thing here is a call to action. So often we don't call people to action. A call to action doesn't have to be buy my product. It doesn't have to be sign up for my class. It doesn't have to be that. A, a call to action can be drop me a heart if this message, you know, gut punched you or share this post if this really resonated with you today. Or it can be drop the words, I'm ready if you want me to send you details on the academy. But if you don't have a call to action in your post that stands out from the post, meaning it's not in a paragraph randomly, but it's its own separate sentence with a little bit of spaces and maybe some emojis to make it pop. Maybe it's at the very top of your caption. Your call to action is the first thing that people read. But if your post leaves people going, huh, that was good, but it doesn't tell them what to do with it, then you haven't done your job. You need to tell people what you want them to do. Don't just assume they know to message you if they want more information. Tell them. Message me if you want more information. If you want people to sign up because your deadline is Friday, tell them the deadline is Friday. There's two spots left. Enrollment closes. Message me now or comment the word details and I will send you information. So it's key. It's critical that we are doing these specific things if we want people to actually engage with us. The seventh thing and the last thing is Remembering that as a social seller, a network marketing, a direct seller, whatever words you use, your job is to make money. You aren't on social media to just get views, to just go viral. 
if there isn't a marketing strategy behind it, if you are going viral every single day, but your income isn't growing, then it's not effective. So you always want to be saying, am I creating content that sells my products and my services? And so you want to remind yourself that that's why you're doing what you're doing. I'm using my social media to reach my business goals. This is my way to get out and network with the right kinds of people. So again, the goal is making money. For me, I'm always reminding myself, hey, sometimes this post, I know that when I do testimonials, for example, of my customers, it doesn't always do really well, meaning it doesn't get a lot of comments. But if I'm getting applications in my inbox, I know it was effective. That's the key. If I'm doing business opportunity posts and they're not getting a lot of comments, but people are filling out my app, my application for the business, I know that I'm successful. So that's sometimes the metric that we're measuring. The outcome is different than a metric you physically see likes comments. Okay. Now, These seven things that I walked you through today from niching down your consistency, adding value, creating shareable content, switching around you versus I, or it's, uh, you know, you versus I, having a call to action, knowing that your goal to make money. When you do these seven things and you just, I'm always analyzing, I'm always paying attention to trends, I'm always paying attention to what works and what doesn't work, and I'm adapting it to my industry. So that's my That's my challenge for you is to really make sure that you are just in your content. It's not something that you just check off the box. Every person that you see on Instagram that has a large connected and engaged following, they have a strategy behind what they do. They didn't whoopsie themselves to success. The ones that are really nailing it, the ones that have a great community they've built and they're making money, they analyze, they tweak, they implement, they're consistent as all get out. They're so fixed in the outcome and they're they're definitely flexible in their strategy to get there. You guys, it took me 12 years to get to 100K. There were people on Reddit that actually said like, who is she to give content advice when her following is going down? But who are those people to pass judgment? I know that there's going to be a lot of naysayers that are going to come up and maybe even yourself, you're going to get in your own head, you know, during this whole process and think your time is past. Your time isn't past. Maybe you're in a rebranding. Maybe you've been toe dipping for a long time. Maybe your content has been surface level. Maybe you are at a position where you need to get really disciplined because you haven't been consistent. You can make a decision today to change the way that you show up, to change the trajectory of your future and your business. So my my call to action for you is this. You don't have to circle the mountain if social media is really challenging for you. I'd like to encourage you to get plugged into one of our Chic Influencer services, whether it is investing in the branding experience and getting a full comprehensive strategy for your business. I'll drop that into the show notes. You can sign up for that. We're booking for September. Or you can get into one of our small groups, whether it is our academy, our foundational course. If you are just beginning, I would start there. 
Maybe it's our community. Actually, on Wednesday, which is actually the 9th, we're going to be training about that inside of the community. Come in there. Get in there. Be a part of our community. Immerse yourself with other network marketers who have done the things you want to do. Let us teach you how to do it. Don't try to go at it alone. It'll take you forever. You're more likely to get frustrated. And I don't want you to quit because I know that success is possible for you too. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me at Melanie Mitro on Instagram. Tell me what you loved most about the episode. And if you have a few extra minutes, will you head on over to iTunes for me? Will you just leave me a rating? Leave me a review. It really helps my podcast get found by other people in the industry and share it. Share this episode with your downline, with your team. Let them know what your favorite parts are. And I just hope this encourages them to keep going, to find joy in the process, to not get frustrated, to know that success is possible for anyone. All right. I hope you have a great day and I will see you back here for another episode.